Now back to the Sunday show with LaMoya Burks. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. And we are back as we wrapped up our first segment with the NAACP, giving an overview and invitation to the 2021 Freedom Fund Banquet. You're welcome to visit their website via in, via Facebook to gain more information or contact Mr. Robert Jones. At this time, we are excited to bring into the studio this morning um, one of two mayoral candidates uh, for the city of Texarkana upcoming race. We have with us at this time, Mr. or Dr. Brian Matthews. Good morning. Good morning, Lamoya. How are you? Good morning. So we have an upcoming election, um, October 18th through the 29th. Early voting will begin here in the Texarkana area for Texarkana, Texas residents. Election day will be November 2nd, 2021. At this time, um, we do want the audience to know that around 945, we will entertain your questions, comments, or concerns by calling us here in the in the studio at 903-794-1047 if you have any questions, comments, or concerns for our, as I stated, one of two mayoral candidates for the seat here in Texarkana, Texas. All right, so Mr. Dr. Matthews, um, if you will give uh, a brief introduction and um, overview of your campaign highlights. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Good morning to all of you who are listening. Again, as LaMoya mentioned, my name is Brian Matthews. I actually grew up in a very small town in Arkansas, right outside of Ashdown called Wilton. Interestingly enough, whenever I went to Harding University in 1997, because Wilton was not a town that was known by many people, I had to tell them that I was from Texarkana, so they would know just in proximity where I was from. But grew up in Wilton, went to school in Ashdown, grew up with two amazing parents, and Deborah Garrett. They worked at Dumtar when I was in high school, and they emphasized the importance of education. So after high school, I graduated in 97, went to Harding University, and graduated in 01 and 02 from the undergraduate and the graduate program. So my undergraduate degree is in marketing. My master's is in management. In 2002, after graduation, I moved back here, worked in uh, retail for a number of years, uh, owned the marketing consultancy business for about three years. In 2010, I decided to go back to school. So I enrolled in Argosy University, where I pursued my doctorate in business administration. And in 2012, I went doctorate in marketing with a 4.0. And I shared that little tidbit, which I will elaborate on uh, here momentarily. And so after graduation was during that time working in healthcare as a director of marketing. So worked in healthcare for about seven and a half years. And then in 2016, began teaching at A&M Texarkana, where I currently serve as an assistant professor of management in the College of Business Engineering and Technology. Uh, so I'm currently on the uh, tenure track. And uh, hopefully by this time next year, I will be an associate professor of management. So hold several positions there at A&M Texarkana, have been valiantly serving this community for a number of years. So I currently serve on the Board of Directors for Leadership Texarkana, Board of Directors for Main Street Texarkana, for Literacy Council of uh, Bowie and Miller Counties, the faith-based organization for Natasby. I also serve on the board for Red River Air Cargo Association. One of the reasons why I, I want to run for mayor is because I love public service. I love the gifting um, that God has given me. I'm also an associate minister at Greater St. John Missionary Baptist Church in Hooks, Texas. And, and so I believe in the power 
power of gifting and leadership and administration and being organized and meticulous um, is one of the, the gifts that I've been endowed. One of the things I, I learned by being a former city councilman for Ward 4 in the city of Texarkana, Texas, is that the people that live in our city are heavily engaged. They are extremely intelligent and, and they just want to get involved and they want to see change. My campaign leverages and is tethered to the idea of building a brighter future for Texarkana. So the four areas that I want to focus on and highlight and accentuate to accomplish that goal is number one, city and community partnerships. Number two, community revitalization and outreach efforts. Uh, number three, economic and youth development. And number four, open and responsible leadership. All right. So what is your five-year plan for the city? Great question. I think one of the ways that we can address that question is actually to focus on the number of years that comprises the duration of a term. Let's factor in the first three years and then expectedly it will be augmented by an additional two years. One of the first things that I want to do, I know the majority of politicians that talk about their first hundred days in office. And I think the first few days in office are incredibly critical. And I think one of the areas that we need to focus on is action. I think we need to take action. I think immediately I will go out and meet with voters, go in and sit down and address voters, ask them exactly what they're thinking, what they want to see in their city, what frameworks do they want to see changed. Also, one of the things I want to do in the first three years is that I want to develop a a strategic plan, a comprehensive strategic plan for the city. And basically what that means is it is a very intentional, analytical and methodical approach so we can ascertain and we can learn different needs of the city. So for those of you that actually understand business on a topical level, you understand a SWOT analysis. So looking at the strengths of, for example, a Beverly community. So what are the strengths that comprise that community? What are some of the weaknesses that have plagued and impaired? Uh, that community for a number of years? And then what are some of the opportunities? What are some of the moments in time that we can capitalize on? And what are some of the resources that we can actually use to maximize those opportunities that may have been attempted to be taken advantage of before, or there may have been an absence of strategy there? And then also look at some of the threats in those communities. And so one of the things I want to do within the first three years is partner with current city council members of those wards. Let's go out and let's talk to voters. Let's find out critical and vital information um, that we can use to help recalibrate and appropriate our resources to help our communities. All right. Well, you may have already asked this, but I'll go ahead. If elected, how do you plan to involve residents in the decision-making process in our city? That's a great question. One of the reoccurring and repetitive sentiments that I've heard is that the city is not responsive to the needs of every citizen. And I do understand that that is perceptual and that is based on a vantage point. And then you may have other citizens that may have a different perspective based on their response from the city, their engagement with the city, their involvement with the city. So their narrative, their commentary may be drastically different. But one of the things I believe in is shared governance. Um, and so although the city is a municipality and it's a governing body, um, I won't citizens to fully understand their value as a citizen and that the citizenry here in Texarkana, Texas is also a governing body that makes decisions that are pertinent and that are relative to the community that they live in. Um, I know Mr. Jones was talking earlier about the right to vote. So there's almost 22,000 registered voters in the city of Texarkana, Texas. So from a governance standpoint, there is value, there is weight, there is this consequential robust outcome when citizens are actively and intricately involved in the decision-making process. One of the things I will do is intentionally reach out to 
citizens from a broad array of experiences, frameworks, perspectives. There is a Hispanic community that is oftentimes, but I think inadvertently or accidentally, overlooked. They are residents here. We highly respect them as citizens here. And so one of the things we wanted to do in our campaign is communicate with those voters as well. And I believe in diversity, equity, and inclusion, and not just diversity, particularly concerning race, but diversity as far as identity, orientation, lifestyle, backgrounds, experiences, anecdotes. And so I think if we can garner and elicit the responses of every citizen, if we focus on people and not just a certain sect of people, but if we focus on people and then we emphasize and we help influence and engender purpose, whatever that purpose is, whatever they can individually contribute to their community, then I honestly believe that our city can witness and experience the progress that it has the potential to experience. All right. So what do you think Rose Hill the Beverly area, as well as the Liberty Isle zoning areas, need to increase value not only for property, but the people. And then leading into the next leading question is, how can you attract business to Texarkana to impact Texarkana first? Great question. I'll answer the first question first. I think for the communities in, in Rose Hill, Beverly, Liberty Isle areas, I think intrinsically, they are dissatisfied and demotivated because they don't feel recognized. And not that that's the overarching sentiment of citizens in those in those communities, but just based on what I've heard and what's been codified qualitatively, those residents feel that they are overlooked, that they're dismissed. Obviously, the intent of the city is not to overlook, but I think we do need to properly address those issues and those concerns and the perceptive reality of those citizens. Um, so, so I think intrinsically first, in order to Uh, you know, increase the participation of our citizens, they need to be recognized, which means that they need someone who is not necessarily afraid, but will take the time Mm -hmm. to actually go into those neighborhoods. Someone who has the ability to cross-pollinate, to be able to speak a language um, that is conducive to those voters there, who fully understands their needs, that will individualistically ascertain from them what are their concerns, because every citizen is going to have different needs, even in those communities. So a citizen that lives in one house may have a different need from a citizen that lives in another house programmatically and systematically listening to what those needs are. And so I think if we can increase the level of recognition and in listening and providing a presence, then I think that will in turn produce value. Also, as it relates to the strategic plan, investigatively and and ascertaining what is needed in those areas, like in what areas are the Rose Hill, Beverly, Liberty, Alo areas anemic, and then what resources can the city provide, you know, within its purview, because obviously we're limited by what we can do with, with funds due to the fact that they are appropriated as sales tax dollars, but what creative alternatives and recourses can we offer to those citizens based on their feedback? So we as a city have to be vulnerable and, and practice what I would like to refer to as this principle of preparation. So put ourselves in a position where we're actively and organically and existentially learning from citizens in those areas to determine what the needs of the people are. And then also in what areas can we enrich and improve in order for property evaluations to, to actually increase in those areas. All right. So um, 
Oh, and, and then also I yes. apologize. Um, you actually had one last question relative to um, attracting businesses to the area. I think one of the things that we you know can do a better job at, and this is coming from a framework and a perspective of, of marketing, is doing a better job at marketing ourselves. I think oftentimes we do a phenomenal job in marketing ourselves to ourselves, but I think there's room for improvement in terms of marketing Texarkana to the outside world and really emphasizing and esteeming and installing what resources we have here. I know we do have entities that are currently in the process of doing that. So don't want to strip credit from those entities that are diligently marketing Texarkana. But I think outside of those third party agencies, the city can also do a better job marketing themselves, advertising in publications, finding other creative and imaginative ways to attract people to this area. Also, you know, improving the value of our website, because obviously for people want to learn about whether it be a product service or a mode of operation, they're going to go to a website. And so I think our website should be more informative. It should be more substantive consisting of different dashboards, different accomplishments, numerical information. So those that are very analytical, they're very numerically driven, then they can actually make sound decisions relative to their interests. And so I think if we do that, we can initially develop rapport with businesses that are at least interested in either expanding a business to our area or inaugurally bringing a business to the area. All right. As we transition into a quick commercial break, we welcome you audience to become engaged in this conversation with your questions comments or concerns for mayoral candidate Brian Matthews. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, but that number is 903-794-1047. Stay with us. With more of the Sunday show with LaMoya Burks, brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOY. I'd like to ask you a question. Are you paying way too much for your car insurance? Sure, the rate you pay on insurance isn't everything, but State Farm has surprisingly great rates along with first-class customer service you deserve and will receive from our office. This is your local State Farm agent, Derek McGarry, and I would love to be your good neighbor. Please visit us on Kings Highway in Wake Village next to Anytime Fitness or call us at 903-831-2000. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember... You don't have to be there to be there. You can say how are you will get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You could chat on a game, kick off your flip-flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at seizetheawkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Now back to the Sunday show with Lemoya Burks, brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on 104.7 KTOI. All right, and we're wanting to entertain your questions, comments, or concerns as it relates to this coffee talk chat with Mayoral Texarkana Mayoral candidate Brian Matthews. Please give us a call, 903-794-1047. The city of Texarkana, Texas, as we know, will begin early voting here uh, October 18th through the 29th, with voting day being November 2nd here again as I repeated earlier, in the city of Texarkana, Texas. We're calling all voters to come out for this important election. Again, if you have questions, comments, or concerns, please give us a call at this time, 903-794-1047. All right, so as we wait, um, tell us what your favorite part of public service is and why. 
That's a great question. Um, normally, the question that I receive from citizens that are interested in politics or interested in whether it's national, state, or local elections is not necessarily about platform, but it's more so why do you want to run for mayor? I know people understand the what and they understand the how, but I think people are just inherently curious and just want to know why. One of the many reasons why I do want to run, it, it actually goes back to the way I was raised. You know, my mom and my dad, they taught us to always be about family. And although someone may not be biologically related to you, you still treat them as though you want them to treat you. And so that's one of the philosophies and the frameworks and the paradigms that I've practiced from youth up until now. I served on city council. You know, I found out that we have just some incredible people. And granted, not saying that in a very facetious way, not wanting to be disingenuous, but wanting to be sincere. We have individuals that are intricately connected, inextricably connected um, in different areas in the city. And for me, that was just fascinating to be able to, you know, elicit certain giftings and certain abilities and certain acumen from people and give them an opportunity to be involved purposefully and aimfully invite them to the table and just listen to some of the articulate and the very intelligent and prudent conversations that are somewhat siloed that people don't hear about to be able to understand also from a business perspective and looking through a business lens how the city operates and for me the city is a business so why not be able to inject and connect into a city that is a business ultimately and conceptually to use you know my gift in business and background and education in business, whether it be instructively or experientially to help advance the city forward. So love meeting new people, love to to mentor youth. And so that's one of the areas that I want to focus on is youth development. I mentored at Texas High for a number of years. I mentor currently. I'm at A&M. So I have some dynamic and, and ambitious students there that I mentor. So two of my colleagues and I, we're program managers for a scholarship program. So there's Path and there's Crown the Jewels. And so we have an opportunity to, to communicate and to enrich and nurture students. So that's one of the areas also that I want to focus on and one of the, again, one of the many reasons why I want to run. All right. Audience, again, we have about a five minute span here before we have to get out of here. But again, that number 903-794-1047. We do want to remind you if you have questions regarding the voting process and or if you are looking to be involved on the process, which we hope you are, please, uh, for general election information, visit the city of Texarkana, Texas website. Um, get to uh, get the opportunity to contact those there at City Hall with how you can be better informed and uh, instrumental in this upcoming important election. The election that we're speaking of, again, is the Texarkana, Texas mayoral uh, election 2021. All right. Well, we're about five minutes till. We thank you, Brian Matthews, for coming in this morning and sharing your insights as we uh, forge forward toward the 2021 mayoral election. May I ask Lemoy if I can just interject some closing comments and I will be brief. This is definitely an opportunity for citizens to look inward, to look introspectively into their role in the city in which they live. And we do understand that there are subject responsibilities that people have. And what I mean by that is that you have some citizens that are more involved, you know, in the city than others. And that's okay. And we definitely understand those limitations that are probably self-induced. We know that there are people that just don't want to get involved at a higher level of government. But then that doesn't mean that those who want to get involved in a higher level of government cannot come to where you are. And so as I was as a city councilman for five years representing the Spring Lake Park area, and I definitely want to be accessible and do things beyond the prescriptive description of, of what a mayor does. And it's intentionally 
formulating plans for economic development, working with current entities that are also doing that, putting contingencies in place just so we as a city are prepared. So as it relates to the snowstorm that just recently happened, no contingencies in place. There was no crisis management, no emergency preparedness. And so I want to focus on that. As it relates to COVID, there was a lack of communication for several months. And so I want to make sure that we're reaching out to those that have expert power, those that have this heightened ability due to their level of experience in their education, dealing with this peril of a virus like COVID-19 and the Delta variant and any other variations that may mutate and evolve, and making sure that we're reaching out to those healthcare professionals. So one of the things I want to do is look at the possibility of creating a healthcare commission so we can have individuals who are experts in the field who can provide us through an informed approach so we can properly inform our citizens so they are an educated citizenry. So I do encourage between October the 18th and the 29th, please go and vote. For those of you that are registered to vote, please do that. I sincerely admonish and beseech you to do that. Try not to wait until election day as multiple things can happen. And uh, if there's any questions that you do have for me, we have social media presence. So you can get in contact with me personally, not only calling me on my cell phone, but you can also email me as well. And then I will quickly and expeditiously respond to any issue, concern or question that you have. So again, thank you so much, Lemoya, for having me on as a guest this morning. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Now, on behalf of me and all the great and wonderful people here at Texarkana Radio Center, thank you for being our listeners and for being kind enough to tune in to the Sunday show. Remember, you are listening to KTOY 104.7, the station that cares about the quality of your life and the soul of the city. In case you want to hear this show again, it will be rebroadcast at 6 p.m. this evening on our sister station, KTOY Gospel 105.9. And podcasts of previous shows are available at KTOY1047.com. Yes, you would like to appear on the Sunday show. Please contact me at 903-79, I'm sorry, 794-1047 or on my cell, text or call 903-244-3997. Please keep in mind, we prefer to schedule guests at least a month in advance. Again, audience, please, this is a show for you by you. We want to hear from you. Uh, We love you. Thanks for tuning in. And we know that you will tune in next Sunday for yet another edition of the Sunday show. We love you. The Sunday Show on 104.7 has been brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry, here to help life go right. The Sunday Show with LaMoya Burks. We'll be back next Sunday morning from 9 to 10. If you have any questions about the show or would like to be a guest, call LaMoya Burks, 903-244-3997.